Welcome everyone to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Poland, beaming out to you from a little Sunshine Coast here in Australia, joined today by Laurie Barkman. Laurie, g'day from down under. Where are you hanging out? I'm in the United States. I'm in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, PA. Pretty much everyone's in the US, it seems. <laughs> so you're on Eastern, Eastern, <laughs> Eastern time, is that right? That's right. So what do you got? Like 20 to 5 p.m. yesterday. That's right. And here it's just gone. <laughs> It's just about, it's just gone uh, 20 to 7 a.m. So let's rock and roll, off time zones, onto business. So for those of you who don't know Laurie, she's she's a business transition Sherpa. So that means she guides people towards creating company value and a plan for future exit. And folks, we're all going to exit our business, whether, you, whether it's the two feet first or whether we sell it, we're all going to exit. So it's not a bad idea to get your business in shape so that when you do exit, its value is maximized. And funnily enough, the very things that you need to do to make your business uber successful are exactly the same things that you need to make it very valuable. So Laurie's going to share a little bit more about that. The title is How to Maximize Your Business Value so that your rewards for all your hard work come to fruition. Laurie, let's kick off. Our seven minutes is going to start now. Question number one is, who is your ideal client? Business owners who are running privately held companies in the U.S. and revenues of five to 50 million, any industries, but I work a lot with owners in business services, industrials, tech, and all, all across any industry. Thank you for that. Question number two, six and a half minutes left. What's the problem you solve? Like you said, 100% of business owners are going to leave their company one day, boots on or boots off. But many of them, the vast majority of them, do not have a plan for that exit or to sell their business. They don't have a succession plan, particularly in the baby boomer category of business owners. And it's a particular problem for those folks without a succession. They don't, they don't really have a way to reduce the risk. They run out of time and many of them just close the doors. Right. Which is such a massive wasted opportunity. So massive wasted let's, opportunity. let's talk about question number three, which is what would you say when you get a new client on board, what were the, what were the symptoms they were experiencing prior to engaging with you? Just under six minutes left. What, what's going on in their business or their life where they think, yeah, I need to find out more about what Laurie does. The number one feeling or emotion that I encounter is people feel trapped and they also feel encumbered by uncertainty. And so the number one value that I provide to them or work with them on is finding alignment and clarity on a strategy. And it gives a sense of relief. And then when we execute that strategy, it obviously can have other benefits financial and, and otherwise, but there's a really strong need for people to find that clarity. Interesting. So, and that clarity gives them the sense of relief and it gives them, I guess, also a sense of confidence that they're going to be able to head in the right direction. So let's, we, we talk about business owners who are generally quite successful, really. I mean, they've got good revenue coming in. They've got an established business. They've been doing what they're doing for many years, probably. Getting to here is they're going to be trying stuff to solve the problem they've got. What would you say are some of the common mistakes that people make before they find your solution? That's question four, and we've got four and a half minutes left. Yeah, the biggest thing is they need to understand how they can de-risk their business. So many times owners don't understand that a business that isn't transferable is a worthless business and the business is too yeah. dependent on them personally. And while that feels great, they feel needed and they have impact. 
At the same time, it is creating a situation where that business cannot thrive without them. So if they they can't take a vacation and that wears on them, that wears on their health. So a business that has too much owner dependency is one is one big risk factor. And there are many others, whether it's financial performance, whether it's the team itself and turnover or, or not having the next key manager line in place. There's there's many, many things that can make a business less valuable. And at the same time, many things that can make a business more valuable. And knowing what those things are is really important. Many owners are in their business day to day. They're not working on their business. Sure. And I, I guess one of the common mistakes is, is not working on the business or the development of the processes and the people. Is there anything that comes to mind that people try, they're proactive with it, which is just the wrong direction or just you know, the, just the wrong the wrong thing to do? That That's really an open-ended question. It really depends. But one example is in contracts. You might have contracts that are handshakes, relationships that are non-written down. And right. what happens when the business owner moves on? Are those contracts transferable? Are those relationships transferable? And one ones. example in the United States is certification as a woman-owned business or a minority-owned business or veteran-owned status. And while those can be great, if you're developing business around those contracts and relationships of your status, are they transferable to another owner? And it's kind of a catch 22. And that's just one example. We do run into lots of those issues. Perfect. Thank you for that. Question five, one valuable free action. Give folks, if you would, a top tip that not going to solve the whole problem, but it might take them a step in the right direction. Two and a half minutes left. I think a big thing is is beginning with the end in mind. Can you create an exit timeline for yourself? Just sketch it out roughly that you want to move on in 10 years. And maybe it's not age, but it's life stage. If it's age-based in the U.S., 65 is a popular number. For some folks, it's it's a little bit older. For some folks, it's younger because they want to do other things. Maybe they want to start another company. Maybe they want to just take a step back and become chairman of their business. Whatever your goal is, let's articulate and write it down because the more likely we are to achieve that goal is if we've written it down and we're more clear about it. So that's the number one thing I can say is really think about your goals And the more you can shape that out, the easier it will be to what I call reverse engineer and start with today and map out how do we get there. Perfect. Thanks, Laurie. Question six, valuable free resource. Where can we direct people that they can find out more about working with you and what you do? 90 seconds left. There is a webpage that I have that is a shortcut, meetlauriebarkman.com. And there they'll find an invitation to meet with me. It'll be a free consultation. And they'll also be invited to take a business assessment where they can learn about what strengths their business has and also what hidden risks they might be facing that can hold back their value and hold back the transferability of their business, which is obviously something we want to avoid. So meetlauriebarkman.com. There's a lot of value in this, folks. You can schedule a 30-minute call to discuss your goals and the process of creating a more profitable and transferable business. So whether you work together or not, you're going to get a lot of value out of that. So it's meet with Laurie, sorry, meet Laurie, meet as in have a chat, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, Barkman, as in a dog, with a barking, barkman.com. Thanks, Laurie. Question seven, what's the one question I should have asked you, but didn't? 35 seconds left. People want to know what their business is worth. You'd be shocked to know 90% of us don't know what that business is worth. Is it possible to find out? The answer is yes. We do business valuations to help owners understand what the value is of what can be their largest asset. Terrific idea. Laurie Barkman, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Tom. Cheers. 
Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.fivehourchallenge.com.